Well, hello there. We find you listening to us again. What a coincidence. This is the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. I thought I'd lend it a kind of TV detective feel at the start. You know, like yeah, this podcast right. about I, true crime. I, Maybe I thought that might make yeah. people go, ooh. Oh, right, yes, nice. It was Everyone like any other day crime. on Absolute Radio. Yeah. Matt Dyson yeah. was sat in his home. He had his Wi-Fi turned on, his microphone plugged into his laptop. I don't know why I've done it as a Seth Ifrican. <laughs> wow, right. it started a bit Australian, then it went it to Africa. Well, I've travelled so, a lot yeah. because yeah. this was about an Australian man who found himself in South Africa listening to rock and roll football. <laughs> I think I've got to be careful now. <laughs> this accent is you really into well. I mean, problems. it's been a funny day for accents, hasn't it? Because you've uh, you um, you sort of Roy Royers come in all different shapes of size and sizes <laughs> on today's yeah. show. We go all around Ireland at one point, all to all the different parts of that island, uh, and uh, yeah. So it's, it's it's a nice way to introduce people to a, a an. At the accent journey they're going to be going on this afternoon. Yeah, that's very true. To the podcast. I, I feel very energetic today. And uh, obviously, I'm, my Saturdays, I love doing this show. And, and when the goals are flying in and we get all these funny texts and tweets and things, it's just so, such a pleasure to do it. As I'm sure you can imagine listening to this. We love doing it. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of let you behind the curtain here. And I know Ooh, a lot of you... Okay. Always say, you know, when is there going to be a making of rock and roll football podcast deep dive, a kind of slow burn, you know. Um, Today, I didn't have any chocolate because sometimes if I have too much sweet stuff before I come on, I basically have too much energy and I'm like (laughs) basically just sat here vibrating with energy. And I just, I want to hit that optimum thing. So I've had only healthy snacks today, but I did have a few coffees. And I just feel so... I don't think I've ever felt so alert in my life, Matt. Wow. So is this the right side of being too alert or the wrong side? Have you gone too far? It's that... You know what? It's that crest of a wave. And I, I say this to someone who's never surfed. What I would say is the, it's the sober equivalent of red wine. When you've had a couple of red wines, there's definitely like an optimum feeling that you're aiming yes. for. And yeah, then basically you is. hit it after maybe two or three glasses and then you're mm. trying to time your sips correctly to just stay at that level. The danger yeah. is oh, yeah. you drink and drink and drink and then you tip over and then you're basically in no man's land. You're lost and yeah. you <laughs> become a bad person and you yeah. don't feel good. Um, and it's the no. same with kind of coffee and I had some carrots today. It's the same with coffee and carrots. You know, you right. want to keep that kind of healthy level of energy, that optimum uh, yeah. clarity, that focus, just that and then joy. And then after the show, you just crash, do you? You're, like, you're just no good to anyone. You just go slumped well, in the corner. Yeah. That's the danger with using sugar is is basically like that is the health equivalent of doping where you get the sugar which is like bang but you know there's a crash on the way and you don't want to be yeah. on that team when that happens. No. Yeah. So yeah, we um, so yeah, we're basically we use uppers and downers uh, to control our moods uh, before and after the show. That's uh, yeah, the peak behind the curtain. The old, yeah. uh, the old showbiz <laughs> tale of two careers ruined. By coffee and carrots. <laughs> we have had, and I know I say this a lot, some amazing stories on this show. And uh, so many amazing stories, actually, that, that someone rings in. TV yes. star and comedian Josh Widdicombe rings in with a fantastic story. Um, so this is, a real, this is a real treat of an episode. We hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to have any more coffee or carrots today, I don't think. 
Good. I think you might get through to the end of the record and you'll be okay. Sensible. Enjoy. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The early kickoff in the Premier League. Arsenal took an early 1-0 lead after just six minutes, but Burnley levelled. It's one all with about 25 minutes left in the Championship. <laughs> Forest to lose in 1-0 away at Watford, but it's not all over yet. And in breaking news, it's live. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Lots of early drama in those early kickoffs. It's not over yet, though, Dyson. We have to believe, and Forrest starting to play a little bit better in the second half. Yeah. Well, did you see that chance? We just had a very good chance to, from Cafu, just inches away from the goal, to be honest. We look like we may have an equaliser in us. Uh, Burnley Arsenal is still one all. what with 10 minutes to go at Turf Moor. Chris Wood with the equaliser in that game. Big game for both sides. Well, stay tuned, folks. We'll keep you updated on those early kickoffs and, of course, all the three o'clocks uh, as they happen. Here to preview a red hot day of football is the red hot Matt Dyson. Yes, we really should enjoy what we've got left of these early games because two of the teams in the worst form in the Premier League are kicking off at three for us this afternoon. It's looking like it will be lukewarm, slightly tepid Premier League action at best today. Surely Ralph (laughs) Hasenhutl's job will be on the line if Southampton don't get a win at Sheffield United. The Austrian manager, once known as the Alpine Klopp for his successful (laughs) Gagan-pressing tactics, is becoming more of a nine-goal defeat specialist, an alpine flop, turning oh. the Saints into sinners, not winners in the Premier the League. Of late. Their, defeat, <laughs> their defeat against Everton on Monday meant they uh, have now taken just one point from nine matches, letting in 25 goals. Takumi Minamino is the only real positive, having scored twice in four games since joining on loan from Liverpool in January. Jurgen Klopp may soon be calling him back. The Blades haven't beaten Southampton in the top flight since October. October 1992, when goals from Dane Whitehouse and Adrian Littlejohn, me either, got past Tim Flowers in goal and the other big-name Saints at the time, like Matt Letizia, Ian Dowie and Francis Benali, who were playing that day. Could they pull off another upset today, just under 30 years on? Ironically for Horse and Hootle, boys to men, end of the road, was number one in the charts that day in 92. Uh, Keep the Faith by Bon Jovi was at number five, though, and the Southampton board would certainly have a decision to make if history repeats itself at Bramall Lane today. Make, Elsewhere it's not happened. There, Dyson, actually. Boys to mm, Men is you. just Boys to Men is just <laughs> half a football fixture, isn't it? It's boys to <laughs> yes. men. Yes. But we never know. Yeah. We never find out. No, how we many never men know the score. score. It's true, it's true. Boys uh, two, men nil. Boys two, men nil. Uh, the end of the road. It's not happened for ten <laughs> years, but in Scotland, Glasgow Rangers will win the Scottish Premiership title for the 55th time. If they beat St Mirren this afternoon and Celtic fail to win against Dundee United on Sunday, Stevie Gerrard hoping Mickey Mellon's side can do him a favour. Perhaps some sweet, sweet honey is due from the Mellon man. What a way to win the league. Uh, just before the next Old Firm game, taking the title at a canter loop, thanks to Mr. Mellon. Oh. He's a baller, a melon baller. Uh, oh. And the, uh, <laughs> the footballing fruit salad is topped off with all the goals from the championship as well. Pass me the dream topping 40 and a sprinkle of bouillon. I'm going in. 
Oh, Dyson, you're a genius. That was sensational. Uh, if anyone does know what the final score was between boys and men. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gone Texas to Alan's time. 15, the feed was cut. Boys two, men. And we never knew. No. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Bewildering drama at Burnley, Matt Dyson. Yes, it certainly is. It looked like Arsenal had a late penalty and Peters was going to be sent off for a handball, uh, but both things have been... Denied! By VAR, yes. <gasps> it hit. Uh, Peters has not been sent off. The ball hit his shoulder. It was not a handball. No penalty, no red car, card, as you were, one all. And no red car either. No red the, car? I don't know where that came bully, from. Bully special prize. Let's <laughs> have a look at what you could have won. You, you've got the time it takes for the board to revolve to make up your mind. There's no red car. <laughs> Jim, we've had a lovely day. We're going to gamble. But people didn't gamble. I always thought it was bonkers. Oh. you got your bendy bullies, your mm. tankards and your BFH. Your yeah. bus fair home. Yeah, oh, your bus fair home, yeah. They always had a lovely day, didn't they? I was always so jealous of their days that they had. They, you know, they get to go to the to TV studios, they hang out, they have a nice little buffet lunch, a few drinks. It's a love. They have a lovely day out, don't they? I've always been You know what? Something has just occurred to me. That was filmed at Lenton Lane Studios in Nottingham. And <laughs> wow, I, yeah. I don't want to break any rules by broadcasting other people's <laughs> medical data over the airways, but my mum had her vaccine the other week and had it at yeah. Lenton Lane. Which, really? If you think in about it, studio? that vaccine wow. is like a dart, isn't it? So yeah. what, what better legacy for Bullseye yeah. than for years oh. later, that same space to be used for a very different type of dart. I'm not sure if Bowen well, was I there. You've you got your AstraZeneca, <laughs> okay. you got your Oxford, you got your friends with the answer. <laughs> Amazing. What a lovely way to round Dave, things Dave, I'm up. very sorry. You're going home with COVID-19. We wish you all the best. <laughs> oh, my word. That's wow. only just occurred to me. She got a dart in so her arm on the set of Bullseye. Oh, amazing. And she stepped up right up to the Oki to have it done, presumably. Right yeah, Eric Bristow was place. next to her answering yeah. questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man! Oh, That's only just that occurred is... to me. What a wonderful... That's beautiful. What a lovely piece of serendipity. <laughs> um, now it's time for yeah. Roy Keane. The spirit of Roy Keane is here. All week you've been tweeting us at R&R Football, the things you'd like Roy to rant about. I shall hand you over to Matt Dyson. Yes, okay. Uh, While you're channeling Roy, I will tell him that Di has been in touch this week. Di wants to hear Roy's thoughts on shellless Skittles. If they don't have a shell, how can they be called Skittles? Asks Di. I I haven't even heard of it. I don't even know. Oh, oh, no. It's real. Are they selling them? Yeah. Can you confirm that? Yes, you know you have like the tropical skittles in a different colour bag yeah, now. The sour ones uh, the, are fine. The, they come in a yes, turquoise yeah. bag. Yes, so you know you're familiar with the skittle, Roy. Obviously, but now they're yeah, slightly really. bigger and they've not got the crispy shell. It's just like the soft, gooey inner bit without the crispy shell. I mean, just what are your well, thoughts on that as a concept? It's like a polo, it's like a polo without a hole, or the lion without the roar. You know, you you can't be doing mm, this sort mm. of thing with it. The whole point of the skittle, the great strength of it, is you start yeah. off with that hard exterior and, and you maybe lick it and you suck it a wee bit. You get a tiny bit yeah. of the flavour, and then at the time yeah. you're choosing. You break what is effectively a, a kind of membrane and you release that chewiness within and it's up to you when you do it and that's, that's why you get that, um, you know, you get the jar ache off it and all the rest of it. Yeah, Getting away yeah. with the crusty shell, I, I think they've gone mad. I think they're misunderstanding what people enjoy. You, you're taking away 
the game's gone. You know, it's ruining the game. And <laughs> I, I don't know where this accent is going now. But oh, it's gone oh. into the north of the island oh, now. No. Oh, no. I think Roy Walker. Is it Roy Walker? Like, <laughs> say what you say. That's right. It's skeleton out of shell. It's a monstrosity. What's Mr. Chips doing? He's throwing him in the bin. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Text us on 8-12-15 for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? We need a win. So if your team is more likely to win, we're more likely to support them. We've had some suggestions already, Dyson. Uh, yeah, an excellent suggestion, actually. Coming all the way from Canada, uh, Stu Wilson, uh, who, who listens from Canada every week. Good morning, Canada. Yes, he suggested uh, we should support Cheltenham. They play Port Vale a terribly named team whom Robbie Williams likes. Uh, we could go all Harry Redknapp and say we have won in the three o'clock at Cheltenham. Uh, giddy up, first versus 21st. I think it's a good <laughs> suggestion. It sounds like a home banker to back Cheltenham in the three o'clock. That is a really good... I mean, I'm sure we've discussed this, but Port Vale, I think, is, is a beautiful name. It suggests yeah. a kind of canyon of red wine. Uh, yes, a veil like of an port, orchard, of course. Like an yeah, orchard yeah. of booze. Oh wow! Yeah, I've, yeah, I've always liked the name. It's it's quite misleading when you actually go to the area, that part of Stoke. It's not like particularly uh, lovely to look at, is it? Like like a veil of port would be. Uh, but, it doesn't. Uh, a, a kind of fortified dessert wine doesn't immediately spring to mind when you're on the. Is it Burslem, no. the part of Stoke that it's in? Oh yeah, I think it might Somewhere well like be. Yeah, we're getting mm. deep in there. But uh, text us on eight twelve fifteen if you can beat that. I mean, that's um, that's <sighs> we're going to struggle to beat a more likely victory than than Cheltenham today. Hang on, yeah. Cheltenham. Are we back in Cheltenham? Cheltenham. Port vale? Yeah, Cheltenham uh, at home. They're top of the table. Uh, Port Vale are twenty first. Uh, so it really is. I mean, it's it's crying out for us to back Cheltenham. But you may have a better reason to back a different team. Get in touch. Indeed. Text us on 8, 12, 15. Text us with anything, by the way. Uh, Woolly in Kakodi has been in touch. He said, Rangers will win their first title. They are newcomers. Get the facts right, lads. Oh, we don't want to get involved on, in the old come firm on, on either side. It's still the same Rangers, isn't it? Come on. Oh, I think we've, we're, if we're not careful... Why did I read that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny. Never read but out some the people do believe this. Some people do believe. <laughs> yeah. Some people do believe. I know we shouldn't give a platform to conspiracy theories, but some people believe that Rangers um, are a new club. If you get, if, for those of you well versed in the old firm, you'll be you'll be familiar with this theory. But the facts do say that this will be Rangers' fifty-fifth league title. If indeed they do win it, it's not mathematically mathematically secure yet. No, we will let you yet. know. That's one of the many things that could be decided today. But if you have a better suggestion than Cheltenham against Port Vale and any other old firm related conspiracy theories, text them to eight twelve fifteen. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. You could win £2,000 every day next week as The Breakfast Show celebrates Mother's Day with Thoughtful.com. We're looking for mum-related apologies, corrections and clarifications. If you're a mum, what is it you did that you can now admit to the kids? What did you do as a kid that you've never been able to admit to your mum? Well, now is the time to come clean because your revelation could earn you a big prize. I remember when we were kids, Dyson, my mum got her boyfriend an Easter egg. She hid it in the um, wardrobe. And yeah. me and my sister, we weren't naughty kids, really. I, was, I, I certainly don't remember us being naughty. 
But you know at, at, at how an Easter egg is presented in the box with the foil flush against oh, the yeah, plastic yeah. window? So alluring, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we figured that if you could, you could basically just eat the egg and the packaging would remain the same. So we kind oh. of, it was almost like a kind of, it was almost like a bank job. We basically went in around <laughs> the back and just ate the chocolate out of the oh. egg and left the foil against the window. So um, my mum's fella <laughs> was given like an empty oh Easter egg box. Oh you know what no. the worst thing is? We didn't think it was a crime. We weren't like, oh, we're in so much trouble. We almost felt like we'd found this magic hall of chocolate. Yeah, that you we just the didn't think about crime. the consequences of him being handed an empty box. <laughs> no, I suppose you know if it was hidden away, it could have been mice or something. You know, mice could have got to it, and it you know it wouldn't necessarily have been glaringly obvious that you'd eaten all the chocolate. You're right, actually. I could have kept that to myself. What have I done? Well, if you want to come clean, the difference is I'm not going to win a big prize for this, but your revelation could. Go to absoluteradio.co.uk, let us know, and you could be joining us on The Breakfast Show this week. Thanks to Thoughtful.com, their community of independent designers, illustrators and photographers have made a perfect card for you. You're listening to The Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, we're getting to decision time here, Dyson. Have we got any late shouts that beat Sunderland? Mm. No, Sunderland's still really leading the way. A few St Mirren suggestions, because they could thwart Rangers' bid to win the title this weekend. So a few people suggesting that their first slash 55th title uh, this Last weekend. We're not getting into that. Desperate messages from Parkhead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my, so it, it, the old firm is a rivalry like no other. Like they, they exist entirely in relation to each other, and it's a zero sum game. If Rangers yeah. do well, it's a disaster for Celtic, and likewise the other way around. Um, mm. But for Rangers, they've not won any, you know, they're not in the league for 10 years. This just would be an incredible comeback yeah. for them. And for Gerard, as a manager, he's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. They've He's been done a really good watch. job there, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, certainly. And it does make things more exciting. Uh, a, a, a friend of mine who remained nameless has got said, can we support uh, Sheffield United? They're playing Southampton and no one likes Southampton. Which I don't <laughs> think is true. I think Southampton well, are a lot of people's uh, second team. They're a very popular yeah, choice, Yeah, I've always had a soft spot for Southampton. Perhaps we should actually support Southampton just to annoy our producer, Will, who's a Pompey fan. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be really make his day hell. <laughs> well, I think we've got to go for Sunderland, haven't we? Because yeah, of the definitely. charity work. But more importantly, they're more likely to win. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, you may have seen this Rock and Roll Football, by the way, on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. just went straight into chat there like I was on the phone. Yeah. You've seen this? <laughs> so casual, your broadcasting so, style, isn't it? So cash. Um, <laughs> Phil Neville, until the age of 37, had never made a cup of coffee. Yeah. He'd never done it. Isn't that incredible? <clears throat> Isn't that just a remarkable... Premier League prima donna, yeah. It's just incredible. He, he had to ring his wife... And say, how the hell do I make a cup of coffee? So his mate's popped around and said, I'll have a cup of coffee. He had no idea. He said, my heart sank. Because <laughs> I thought, how do I do that? I ran into the kitchen. I thought, I'm not going to poison this guy. It's amazing. It's just incredible. 37 made his a first of a cup of coffee. And coffee's so easy. Yeah. With granules, not, you just I, add water. 
Exactly. It's instant. He's not messing around with cafetiers, is he? It's just an instant sort of Nescave thing. And uh, unbelievably, he didn't know how to do it. He's up there with uh, Michael Owen, who never watched films, didn't he? He, was, he, was, <laughs> he, never, he? he never watches films. Phil Neville's never made a coffee. Some, some of the lives they lead are so strangely closeted in many ways, the footballer. They are, but what thing... I mean, this is. I think everyone's got at least one of these. And maybe it's something you haven't even done yet or something that you did at a very late age. But what is one of the basics that you haven't done yet? Dyson, yeah. is there anything that you um, need to yeah. confess? Well, my... No, my wife still can't drive, which always bemuses me. She's just... Yeah. She's just... It got to the age where she's going, I'm not going to bother now. I'll just, okay, that, I'll just drive everywhere to, then. Sorry. You have to tell us her, her, her <laughs> total age, but what... Is she well, in she's her 30s, just had a big, 40s? She's had a big landmark birthday uh, at the end of her 30s, shall we say. Uh, okay. But, yeah, okay. still okay, yeah. is no closer to turning uh, to drive. I should have got it as a big present, actually, to be honest. And I think her dad's never been swimming, uh, which I always found amazing what? as well. But I, I think I've done most what? of the big things. Yeah, yeah, never, never even considered it, never thought, oh, that looks like quite good fun, I'll give it a go. Just never bothered. And, I don't uh, want to get but, you into trouble with your in-laws, yeah. but the dad can't swim and his daughter doesn't drive. Like, they're, they're kind of anti-movement. There's something that yeah, those yeah, they are. Yeah, they're really holding me back, here. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love them. yours. It's like yeah, it's a dream come true. Well, I think the only thing I've done for the first time, which I've never done before, was last week. Um, I cut up a, a pomegranate and uh, got all the seeds out of it. I've never done that before. I've never felt the need to do that. Have you ever done it? Um, at, what, at what age what, were you when you did that? now today years old pretty much this week years old when i when i cut up a pomegranate and and i tap the top you cut it in half and then tap the top with a wooden spoon and the little seeds just fall out they trickle out it's quite messy though the ruby red juices quite staining the wooden uh, chopping board that i was using but yeah i'd never experienced that that was a, a new experience i mean i get that i've never bought a pomegranate i've never chopped a pomegranate i've had I've had pomegranate seeds in a salad I bought once, but I've never mm. done that. I, I mean, a pomegranate to me, uh, that would be mine as well because I've never done it. Um, yes, well, it feels quite yeah. exotic. Well, maybe it is. Yeah, it's maybe not that's not an everyday thing. thing. Like a cup of coffee. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I've done most of the obvious things. That's the problem. I, you know, I'm pretty pretty normal in that respect. Well, I think everyone has at least one of these. So, text us on eight twelve fifteen. What is the thing that you haven't done yet that you really should have done by your age? It doesn't matter how old you are. These are the things. I mean, it depends on how old you are. Have you learned to tie your own shoelaces yet? Have you learned to swim? <laughs> Seems to be a massive one, way late into people's lives. Texas on 8, 12, 15. What is your equivalent of Phil Neville having never made a cup of coffee until it was 37? Texas on 8, 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. That means goals are flying in somewhere. Is it in the SPL, Matt Dyson? No, not yet, but there is a goal in League One for our boys Sunderland. Dion Sanderson has put them 1-0 up against Rochdale already. And we're Get backing them go. for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. The power of goodwill, of good deeds. Uh, now, Texas on 8-12-15, Phil Neville. Or oh, was there something else? 
Uh, no, I was only going to say in the championship, Derby losing 1-0 to Coventry. I thought you might want to know that one. And the uh, Norwich are beating Luton 1-0. I've just seen Danny Ings limping off in the uh, Southampton-Sheffield United game. So it's a big blow for Southampton to leaves, lose their main striker in that one. Now, Texas on 8-12-15. What haven't you done yet that you really should have done? I don't mean like had a wash. <laughs> Although if that is it, my <laughs> word. You're able to text and not wash. Yeah. If you still haven't brushed your teeth today, you know, you've got to sort yourself, sort your life out, basically. Yeah, we're talking about lifetime stuff. Phil Neville was 37 before he made a cup of instant coffee. Um, you know what? I mean, there's so many... I've never seen Greece. Oh, wow. The, Is that the country bad? of the you've, film. You've... The, the country of the uh, film. Well, I mean... <laughs> I've been to Zante. I mean, it wasn't really a country uh, great, excursion. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, one of the Oh, Greek Greece islands. is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I had the authentic <laughs> Greek experience. I drank all these, like, red and blue drinks and, like... <laughs> it's not that different yeah. over here, actually. They all speak English where we were. Yeah, I'm not sure Lovely. I have the. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the appreciated. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not quite the authentic it's a cradle Greek of experience. civilization and democracy. It wasn't what I was there for. <laughs> aged 18, getting gastroenteritis after my A levels. Like Greece early, is yeah. the word. Greece is the word. The film. You've never been intrigued to, to see what that's all about. Well, yeah, yeah, that but not enough, amazing. I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, I've never seen Ben Hur. <laughs> I've never seen the whole thing. I mean, that is like it's always on over Christmas, isn't it? I just, it seems to go on for hours. So yeah, I'm with you on the Ben Hur one. I've never watched the full film. Certainly. I mean, with that, you think I'm going to have to give this a lot of attention. And obviously, society has changed so much. Where I can't really watch anything for more than twenty minutes without checking my phone. Like Ben Hur. That's like a day's yeah. work watching yeah. that. Yeah, it's too much, too much. I get to the end of that and think, I'm going to have to invoice someone for this. That was effort. <laughs> um, oh, wow, big like... news. Oh, big news, big, here we go. Big news from Scotland, big news from Scotland. Uh, in the past two minutes, Rangers have scored not once, but twice. You're kidding. Uh, they, uh, they're winning 2-0 against St Mirren. Uh, Ryan Kent got the first, and then they've just banged in another one, literally in the past oh, few seconds. So. My. It's Word. already all over, pretty much. Right, everyone just stay calm, okay? Everyone just stay calm. Texas on 8, 12, 15. What haven't you done yet? And of course, we don't mean today, we mean in life that you really should have done by now. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Oh, some of these texts are absolutely brilliant. Keep texting us 8, 12, 15. You, sometimes, you know, you pick a topic, you think, oh, we'll talk about this on Saturday, it'd be really funny. And you're never quite sure if people are going to have the stories, that you're asking the right question yeah. to get these funny answers. Yeah. We've absolutely asked the right question today. Yeah. What really should yeah. you have done in your life by now and haven't you? Texas on 8, 12, 15. Some of these are incredible, Dyson. Yeah, and we're making Phil Neville feel better about himself, basically, for his <laughs> lack of coffee ability. Uh, Nick, aged 50, has never seen the Queen's speech on Christmas Day. Actually, I think I'm with him on that, to be honest. I don't, I don't think... Uh, I don't, I've never sat through the whole thing, certainly. Uh, Wayne in Dover, you communist. 48. You communist. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Why do you hate our way of life, Dyson? It's just one question. Why do you hate our way of life? I just, I just think there's better things to do on Christmas Day than to sit Listen, listen to a speech. You know, I mean, it's like you know, spend time with your family. English, Stop man. watching telly. <laughs> Stop watching telly. Uh, Wayne from Republican. Dover is forty-eight and has never Stood used an iron. <laughs> He's never used an iron at the age of forty-eight. What? Which, I mean, well, that is ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, but I actually don't use. I I have used an iron, but I've now stopped pretty much. I, just hang my clothes in a way that they dry crease-free, and uh, I don't use irons now, but I have right. done. Hold on, 
Let me just tell you something. There is no way to hang clothes that are completely <laughs> crease-free. There is no way. Yeah, you... If you're wearing, no, there is. as I do, a suit on stage with a lovely crisp white double-cuffed shirt, you have yeah. to iron it. You have to. Okay, yeah, I mean, that. I don't wear suits very often. That's the main thing, I suppose. You know, that's mm. the only time I would use an iron for a proper white shirt. But otherwise, you can. You can just sort of crush the creases out of a shirt, hang it out on the on the line, crush, and what? it will dry crease-free. You just sort Sit of wipe it. down... You just wipe the creases out of it, you know, just like flatten oh, it, wipe the creases out is... of it, almost like putting it through a mangle like they used to do in the old days. But You sound like you live in an episode of Men Behaving Bad. I'm imagining a dingy <laughs> flat, <laughs> putting your cigarette out in your tea, trying to like iron your clothes with your hand. It's like a caveman, Dyson. This is appalling Look. behaviour. Look, it's not necessary. I'm sort of with Wayne from Dover, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm with Nick as well. Does he know? About I'm aligning this? myself. I'm aligning myself with some very strange people, to be honest. I'm so <laughs> regretting this. Well, this is what happens when you turn your back on the institutions of the country, Dyson. You're putting yourself into the hands of the extremists. Text us on 8.12.15. We've had an amazing one from someone in Nottingham that I'm saving back. Text us on 8.12.15. What haven't you done in your life yet that you really should have done? And feel free to interpret that brief as widely as possible. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. This is very, very cool. Every Saturday night for the next six weeks, the Foo Fighters take over Absolute Classic Rock. Each band member is going to host a show on a theme and Taylor Hawkins kicks us off with a hawk's nest, joined by Dave Navarro and Chris Cheney of Jane's Addiction. Listen to Foo Fighters Radio straight after Claire Sturgis and the Classic Rock Party. Listen to Absolute Classic Rock on your digital radio in the free Absolute mobile app or ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Classic Rock. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Halftime whistles have gone across Britain. Dyson, what are the pick of the halftime scores? Uh, well, in the Premier League, the only game we have this afternoon is Sheffield United losing 1-0 to Southampton through a penalty uh, in that game at half-time. In the Championship, quite a few goals going in. Uh, Bristol City losing 2-0 at home to QPR. Coventry beating Derby 1-0. Norwich scored a second just before half-time. Uh, they're sitting pretty at the top of the table. Uh, Timu Pukki's got a brace already today. They're beating Luton 2-0. Bournemouth 1-0 up at Preston. Uh, Reading beating 10-man Sheffield Wednesday 1-0 in League 1. We are, of course, backing Sunderland, who are, are doing particularly well and are very charitable supporters as well, uh, beating Rochdale 2-0. Uh, the only other real result uh, scoreline at half-time that stands out in League 1 is Northampton beating Portsmouth 4-0, absolutely hammering wow. them. Yeah. <laughs> Our producer will supports Portsmouth. This is they're making life very awkward for us all over here at Rock and Roll Football. Text us at eight twelve fifteen. What are the things, or just the thing, you should have done by now? Haven't we? Should say we can't read out some of the things you've sent us because some of it is absolute filth. I mean, I'm not going to lie; it's entertaining for some to read. That is not the avenue we were expecting. I think we might have wrongly no. given the impression, Dyson, that we're after bawdy stories yeah. here. No, <laughs> not at all. But some people seem to think we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, by all means, send them in. But we, we, we can't read this stuff out. I mean, stuff about... <laughs> I don't even want to give a hint. We'll read out the clean stuff, so don't worry. But... Um, 
frankly, on that back, send us what you like. 8, 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson about to bring you the latest on the second halves going on across the UK. We're asking you today, what things should you have done by now that you haven't in honour of Phil Neville only making his first cup of coffee at the age of 37? We're now joined by a friend of the show. You know him better as one of the writers of Dora the Explorer. It is Josh Whittacombe. <laughs> Hello, Cordy. Hello, Dyson. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're very well. Um, I'm, I'm tantalised to hear what story you've got for us. Yeah, well, so I was driving along listening to your radio show. Uh, You're only human. To you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've got, you've got to stay alert somehow, haven't you, at the wheel? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. And um, <laughs> I, uh, I thought, well, I haven't got anything on that. And then something sprung to me. And I don't want to build it up too much, Matt, but I then thought, Am I wasting this on Matt Ford's radio show? This is, this, this is such a quirky thing about me I'd never considered uh, before. Oh, wow. I really should be Scandal. using it. Yeah. yeah so, until I was 30, I had never broken an egg. What? What? I never cracked an egg? I never cracked an egg. I never cracked an egg. Right? What? So, uh, would you like questions? Will you, uh, you yeah. Question away. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> it was a strength issue. No, um, it was... Uh, <laughs> um, because um, I grew up... So I'm vegetarian all my life. So, um, and oh, my parents okay. didn't like eggs. Not, and, but I wasn't vegan or anything, but so we didn't have them in the house. So consequently, I've never really been into eggs because it's too late to get a taste for it. So I never broke them as a child. I've not, I'm not into baking. And then once yeah. you're an adult, if you don't eat eggs, the, the situation doesn't come up that you ever need to break an egg. <laughs> no, you're not going to do it for fun, are you, really? No, no exactly. It's very rare that you'd be in a situation where there's peer pressure to do it. Well, that's, that's the crux of the story. Then, at oh, the age no. of 30, I'm booked for Sunday brunch. Uh, wow. Oh, what, what a place to do it. <laughs> Live on TV. Live on oh, TV. Can you just break that egg? <laughs> what? How did it go? You panic. What? I don't know. What did it do? <laughs> First hit, too light. And then, second time, I did. it was fine. It was actually fine. Yeah, it's a disappointing end to the story. But you can imagine <laughs> the, the stress. Because obviously, Tim Lovejoy is not the kind of alpha male you want to tell you've never broken an egg. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you had to do wow. this thing live on TV, we've had some really quite filthy texts that we have not read out. Yeah. If any of these people have been forced to do the things that they hadn't done by their 30th birthday, live on Sunday morning, it would have been a very different, very different afternoon's worth of telly. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, a kind of viral clip went around of Craig David on Sunday brunch uh, being asked to zest a lemon and he doesn't know what a lemon is. And he's got the knife, and he's doing that thing where they're like, no, can you zest it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's trying... Yeah. And it's clear he's never zested a lemon. And everyone was laughing at this clip and all enjoying Craig David being a bit of a fool. 
And I was just thinking, there but for the grace of God, go on. <laughs> oh, mate, what a story. That has got next DVD written all over it. <laughs> it's just that there sort of show go. where comedians drop in and workshop material. That's what it's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, have a great weekend, oh, Josh. Cheers, cheers mate. mate. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. That is incredible. If Love you can it. beat that, can you beat Josh Widdicombe's story? Not until the age of thirty, hadn't cracked an egg, and then had to do it live on telly. <laughs> Text us on eight twelve fifty. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Okay, in the latest instalment in the Seance of the Living, we are joined by Roy Hodgson. He's going to be. Uh, Going to put your suggestions. Matt Dyson's going to put your suggestions to him. A week you've been tweeting us at yep. RNR Football. The things you'd like to hear Roy Hodgson rant about on Rock and Roll Football. The show the stars call into when they're on the motorway. That is our tagline. Yeah, there. <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's what we do. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, okay. Have, I'll hand over to Roy Hodgson. You and get Roy. Uh, I, here oh. is the question from. Oh, there he is. You can hear him entering your body there. It's a little flutter of Roy. Be careful when you talk to the language. I'll be very careful. Roy, you talk to words. Roy, Chris Sharp uh, wants Roy to rant Sharpie. about. Sharpie, hello, mate. Sharpie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wants Big Roy to rant about Amazon, Amazon packaging. Why do they deliver a pack of batteries in a box that would fit a washing machine? Asks Sharpie. Well, it depends how many batteries you you, you ordered. You know, if you've ordered a, a, a enough batteries that are the size of a washing machine, it's not Amazon's fault. They deliver it in a suitable crate. But I take the point. You know, and, you know, all be slightly generous here, to Amazon. In that, you know, the package has to arrive safe and sound. You know, nothing people worry about more than if the product they have produced, uh, purchased, on wine arrives and it is, you know, substandard. Bashed in, pushed in, whatever. You know, that's when people really lose their way with this stuff. Then, when Amazon take the measures required to deliver it in a safe and orderly way, people then say, "Oh well, my package was fine, but there's too much packaging." So I get, I get the anxiety, particularly around climate change and the environment. Um, but yeah, well, he's a happy medium. But I'm happy to talk to Jeff Bezos about it. You know, he, uh, I've spoken to him a couple of times. You know, if you're a former manager, you're part of the elite. And uh, one of the things the elite does when it gets to Davos is we get together and we talk about climate change, packaging, and, you know, all sorts of other things. Illuminati. And, uh, you know, I can um, be part of the Illuminati. Uh, very, very friendly. People that we are, the Illuminati, very friendly people. Just, yeah. People like me and Jeff Bezos at the uh, top of our game. Uh, me, Jeff Bezos, uh, Sharon from EastEnders. Uh, you know, people at their peak. And, uh, you know, we basically get together with the world. So, uh, I will, uh, you know, I, I have sympathy with what you're saying and I will, I will weigh it with Jeff. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Big goals across Britain, Matt Dyson. Yes, Southampton have got a second at Sheffield United in the Premier League. Shea Adams with the second goal for the Saints. Uh, Preston have just got an equaliser against Bournemouth in the Championship. It's one all. Stoke have scored against Wickham, uh, winning 1-0 up in Scotland. Uh, Rangers are 3-0 up against St Mirren, which means they're on course to win the title this weekend, providing Celtic don't get a win tomorrow. So it's all looking good for Rangers. Indeed, Texas on eight twelve fifteen. What haven't you done yet in your life that you really should have done? Um, Tracy Jones on Twitter says, "I've never had a Domino's pizza, and I'm not going to start now, as I think I might like them far too much." Oh right, okay, but yeah, you know, live a little, give it a go. You know what? what this what is you... like. 
This is like Willy Wonka in the film where Charlie Bucket, they're all talking about how many chocolate bars they've had. And they're yeah. like, 50, 300, and Charlie Bucket goes, two. And he goes, right, 200 divided by three because he's teaching them fractions, percentages. And he goes, no, not 200, two. And the teacher just goes, yeah. two? It's such, a, <laughs> it's such a cruel moment. So we shouldn't do that to Tracy Jones. I'm sure no, she's had okay, other pieces. But it does, I mean, it is one of those things where you go, what does it say about us as a country, as a society, that not having had a Domino's pizza sounds like a really odd thing? Yeah, makes you some sort of freak. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just a bit, yeah. If anything, you know, well done. Congratulations on your healthy lifestyle, if anything, to be honest. Well done on making your own dinner from scratch. Yeah, very true. Well done. That's the time we should have struck. Uh, text us on 8 12 15. What should you have done in your life? And we're talking basic things that you haven't done yet. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The things that people haven't done yet. <laughs> We've all got them. You know, when Josh was saying he hadn't cracked an egg, um, did, only cracked an egg when he was 30, I, I, I've been really thinking about this since. I'm not sure I've ever cracked an egg. And I think I must what? have done it at primary school when we make. Again, yeah, I don't you must have done like home economics at school. Yeah, you, know? you I must, must have, have done baked cakes. So you must have done. I've like, been experiencing real pit of shame, thinking I'd mocked him on the radio. I <laughs> yeah, can't entirely be sure I've ever either. actually done it yet. Wow. There we yeah. are. Um, you've okay. had some messages, Dyson. Um, yes, there's quite a few good ones coming through. There's one from Andy here, which says, um, a bloke at my work has never been to Scotland. Uh, what? He says, he says, yeah, which is ridiculous, but wait for it. He says, uh, big deal, I hear you say, but then he finds out that this guy lived in Carlisle until he was 14. The border is seven miles away, but he never once thought, I might just go and have a look what Scotland's like. Just broaden my horizons just a tiny bit to see Scotland. It's incredible. You know, once I went to the um, I went to the Isle of Wight a few years ago for a gig, and stayed mm. on the island. It was the same night as the Manny Pacquiao Floyd Mayweather fight because a couple in the audience oh, yeah. let me go to their house and watch it. I was desperate to watch. Really? It. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I chatted to someone at the gig afterwards who'd never left the Isle of Wight. Oh, Hadn't even been to like wow. Southampton or Portsmouth. Had never left the Isle of Wight in their whole life, and they were in like the sixties or seventies. Like, well, why wow. would I? I was like. The, like not just England and the UK, like France. The, Incredible. Wow. So there is. you go. Maybe that's for another day. Maybe that's a what? what, what is, yeah, what's the shortest distance you've travelled in your life? Um, <laughs> but that's incredible that you lived in Carlisle and didn't go to Scotland. I mean, that's like negligent. Right. You almost feel like yeah. there should be some legal recourse to force yeah. him to go. <laughs> no, just come on. Why you've been to you Glasgow or Edinburgh. Be. It's bonkers. You must fancy a trip there, you know, just to get away from Carlisle just for a little bit, you know, and just spread your wings slightly. Amazing. <laughs> this poor guy who hasn't messaged in, it's his mate who's messaged in. We just piled in on him. There may be a perfectly reasonable explanation for all yes. this, but for the sake of this radio show. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's game over across the UK. Matt Dyson's here with the pick of the final scores. Yes, and our boys Sunderland are about to win 2-0 at home to Rochdale. Oh, what's that? I can hear scratching at the door. It's the, it's the scores wolf. He's back, everyone. Hello, boy. Hello. Can you believe that? Sunderland winning 2-0. 
Because we backed them. It's great, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, how about, about Scotland, score Wolf? Rangers on course to win the title, aren't they? Oh. Beating St Mirren 3 0. 3 0. He's delighted. Good boy. Good boy. Good little puppy. You have a treat for that one. And then in the Premier League, score Wolf, uh, Sheffield United. If you can't if you can't beat Southampton at home, you've really got no chance of staying up. Have you, score Wolf, eh? They've lost 2 0 at Bramall Lane. What do you make of that, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You are a good boy. He's a good school wolf. Yes. Oh! Very evolved, these score wolves, aren't they? They're not like the ones you get in the woods. They talk. Bordering on oral communication there. That's where we'll have to leave it. See you next week. Well, welcome to the flippity flip, the other side, as we call it. Uh, <laughs> behind flip, the mountain, we call the event horizon. Yeah. We're now hurtling yeah. towards the future as it's created by the universe. Very exciting feeling. It is. Uh, and how, I mean, I know if people listen to the intros, they might be worried about how, what, how your mood is now, how your energy levels are at the end of such a long show. Have you managed to stay at that optimum level right through? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I may get, you know, sometimes if I drink a lot of coffee on a day where I don't have it, I'll get a, an appalling headache. So right. I should probably moderate my intake a bit more. But, and I've talked about it on the show a bit, I am still dealing with gout. And there are very few uh, treats you can have. You can't really have any sugar. You can't have any sugary syrup like honey or maple syrup or anything like that. Obviously, you can't have meat or fish or alcohol. Uh, even within oh. veg, I can't have peas, asparagus, broccoli, yeah. spinach, you know, chickpeas, lentils. I can't believe it's they're so a restrictive. It's so bad. But you can have black coffee, can you? Just can have just black, black coffee, just black, and I can have like yeah. dark chocolates, a high cocoa content, sugar content chocolate. Um, you know, I had one of those ninety percent bars the other week, and I remember trying one of those a couple of years ago, and I was like, ah, that just tastes like charcoal. Now it's right, like the yeah. sweetest thing. So I think if really? I actually used <laughs> right. to have a normal piece of chocolate or a donut or a cookie, yeah, I think it would. I think it would be too much for me. I think it'd make me realise how sweet stuff is. Yeah, it might be sickly to you. Now your palate has changed. Are you going to stick? Oh, no. This is this the new you. Oh no! What does that mean? Well, I mean, you can either go back to your old ways, or you could just stay living this very you know healthy lifestyle that you've chosen. And uh, just stick with that ways. because it's. I think yeah, this sounds just, like a good good life lifestyle change. To just stick with this, it sounds much better. Yeah, maybe I can have the. You know what? I really miss those cookies. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned them on oh, the show today. <laughs> you have talked about them a lot. It's like when you like when you would. Yeah. Oh, go on. It's like when you were doing the five two, and you you everyone knew when you were on a fast day because you just tweet about food all day. Just obsessing about kebabs and fry ups. No, <laughs> oh, right, he's on a two day. He's on a two oh, day. Oh, it's so sad. That was so predictable. But in this show, I said I should start a um, cake shop, a cookie shop called Brownie Points. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And apparently Megan there is Kate one tweeted in Derby. Us. And there is one. There's one in Derby. <laughs> Got brownie points. Oh, no, there amazing. you go. Great yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I do miss those cookies. They're really good. The ones oh, they're so good, aren't they? Around they're the like, corner from they're absolute. Like cake. They're like yeah. a sort of a slight, you know, slightly undercooked cake. That sort of oh, well, chewy texture. They're lovely. called 
Ben's Cookie. I think they're the one we go to yeah. is near the studio, but there, there are others around London. Uh, hopefully, there are there are outlets outside of London, but we can't be sure. But they do. You know, everyone says, "Oh, these cookies are really good." Most cookies you get from most high street food things are mm. fine. Most of them are good. Yeah, these are. Excellent. And the difference is, mm. firstly, they're baked fresh, but secondly, in the middle, there's just basically a puddle of gooey oh, chocolate. Goo, and you yeah. get to choose white oh. chocolate, double chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate. When you bite into that, basically, the chocolate <laughs> is still wet. Oh, yeah. It's the raspberry cream. and white chocolate. Oh, raspberry man. and white chocolate one is, is just an amazing combination. Wow. I didn't know you could get cookies. And it is. It's, it, obviously, there's only so bad any cookie's ever going to be. So we, that is the mm. context in which this conversation exists. Exactly, but these, yeah. I've never had one better than this. And they are different. It is that. So at the top, you kind of it looks like there's kind of like a melted chocolate button on top if you get the milk chocolate one. Normal yes, cookie shapes, yes, domed in the middle. I haven't had one for a year. I haven't had one for a year. It's so depressing. <laughs> but then what you realise is that as a whole. So when you bite in, you're basically like a sort of volcano of chocolate, oh, where this chocolate yeah. is like a middle layer. Molten. That is a yeah. pool. And it's perfect. Oh. Because it's the consistency of it. It's like fresh chocolate in your mouth. It's incredible. Oh, it's amazing. How good it is. Yeah. I miss that so much. I mean, the more I talk about this, the more my... <laughs> Well, more to the point, the less my gout is a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I was having six yeah, cookies every Saturday. I was eating meat yeah. all day. We'd go to the pub after the why it happened. Yeah. yeah. Why did my foot almost explode? Well, <laughs> ended up like looking like one of those cookies, actually. Sort of just like a big dish. Ah, oh, grim. No, okay. Suddenly now I've gone off the cookies completely. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, we hope. Uh, sorry to have ended this on on quite a sort of uh, unpleasant note, but I know a lot of you yeah. care about our welfare, so we're both fine. Well, I only speak for myself. I, I would take it you're fine, Dyson. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting by. Yeah, no, no major issues, no pains uh, so far. Yeah, I've got a clean bill of health. Yeah, no but pains. I do really want some cookies. <laughs> I want some cookies. It's not. You know so what? Bad. It won't be long. It won't be long till we're back in the studio and, and we're having cookies again. Um, thank you yeah. for all your calls. Calls? Well, I suppose that applies to Josh Whittaker. Yeah, texts, yeah, yeah. Your emails, your messages throughout the week. Anything, you know, if you see a funny football story you think we should be talking about, tweet us at R&R Football. Uh, let mm. us know what you'd like to hear, Roy Keane or Hodgson or any other Roy rant about. Let us know your personal sports news. Just let us know how you're doing. And uh, leave us an iTunes review. It helps other people find the show. And um, I guess, Dyson, I guess we'll see everyone next week. We certainly will. Forty will be back. Yeah, see you then. Ta-ra. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.